On today's show, how the auto industry can fight back against hackers, Rinspeed shows its vision for an autonomous car, and Infinity reveals a new crossover. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for February 19 of 2015. In Silicon Valley, people will walk across the street this afternoon to take a new job. But if one company starts hiring too many people away from another company, that is called poaching and that is not legal. Apple has been hiring away people from car companies to develop an electric car. And now comes word that lithium-ion battery maker A123 is suing Apple for poaching five of its employees. A123 also says they violated non-disclosure agreements. Apple reportedly has 200 people working on this project and wants to grow that to 1,000. So don't be surprised if we hear more of these kinds of lawsuits. In Europe, two out of every three cars is a compact hatchback. And the B segment is really where the action is. That's why Peugeot just redesigned its 208 even though it's only been on the market for three years. It's the best-selling car Peugeot has, and the new design features sharper lines and what Peugeot calls 3D LED headlamps. It comes with a choice of different diesel and gasoline engines. The most efficient, a 1.6-liter diesel paired to a five-speed manual, is rated at only three liters per 100 kilometers. And that, folks, is 78 miles to the gallon. But remember, The European test cycle overstates what you'll achieve in the real world. It's also rated at only 79 grams of CO2 per kilometer. The 208 also features the latest in connectivity and safety systems, such as forward collision warning with full stop, or what Peugeot calls active city brake. The BMW i3 is already filled with state-of-the-art technology, but specialty automaker Rinspeed just took the EV to a whole new level. It built a concept based on the i3 called the Buddy, which showcases Rinspeed's vision of an autonomous vehicle. One of the coolest features is its steering wheel, which can move from left to right to be used by either front seat passenger. And when in autonomous mode, the wheel folds behind the center console. Another wild feature is what the company calls Track View, It's a laser scanner mounted on the roof that can extend up to 70 centimeters or a little over two feet. The scanner maps the terrain and automatically adjusts the height and suspension accordingly. It's also equipped with other cool gadgets that you'd expect like touch screens, wireless phone charging, and an electric door opener. The Buddy will be on display next month at the Geneva Show. Still to come, how the auto industry could collaborate to protect itself from hackers, Infinity unveils its latest luxury crossover, and then we get to You Said It. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Cybersecurity is a growing issue in the automotive industry. How can automakers and suppliers keep track of the latest efforts of cyber thieves and cyber terrorists? 
Well, one solution was discussed at the AutoLine Supplier Symposium. It's what they call an ISAC, or Information Sharing and Analysis Center. The idea was suggested by Dr. Andrew Brown, the chief technologist at Delphi. It's a way for groups to share information on potential issues or threats or on incidents that have already occurred. By sharing info, automakers and suppliers can more quickly identify issues or threats, know when they're occurring, and prevent or inhibit them from ever happening. You could watch that discussion on our website, and we've got the link in the show notes. A few weeks ago, we showed you this teaser image from Infinity of a new compact crossover called the QX30 concept. Based on the picture, we thought it might have bolder styling like other concepts the brand has shown recently. And now that we've got a more complete look at the vehicle, it certainly does. Two long, deep-cutting lines that run down the side of the QX30 create what Infinity calls its signature dual-wave effect. And the glass on the rear liftgate almost seems to shove the rear pillar back into the passenger cabin. Unfortunately, we don't get to see the front end, but the QX30 concept will make its debut in less than two weeks at the Geneva Show. Don't forget to join us tonight for AutoLine After Hours. If you have any questions about the future of powertrains, here's your chance to get them answered. Our guest is Oliver Schmidt, now based in the U.S., but soon being reassigned to Germany to run powertrain development for the VW Group. Join me and Gary Vassalash for some of the best insider insights in the business. Coming up next, it's time for your comments, questions, corrections, and criticisms. Back in a jiffy. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Randy Richardson has been living under a rock for the past six years. Isn't Ram still part of Dodge? If so, why are they trying to brand their trucks as Ram rather than Dodge? Randy, you're going to make the people at Ram pull their hair out. They have spent tens of millions of dollars trying to create the Ram brand because, no, it's no longer part of Dodge. Sam Fiorani has a correction. In watching AutoLine Daily, I noticed a possible error in the response to the Ford Transit Connect letter. The new model is built in Spain, but that doesn't exempt it from the chicken tax, which affects any imported truck outside of NAFTA. Sam's right. Ford still has to import the Transit Connect as a passenger vehicle, then rip out all the seats and convert it into a cargo van to avoid that tax. SeaTech thinks Honda may have some deep regrets. Still not impressed with the Ridgeline, he says. Given the success that GM is having with the Colorado and Canyon, is there a group at Honda collectively kicking themselves? Boy, you gotta believe there is. After years in the marketplace, the Ridgeline is as dead as the Dodo, whereas GM's small trucks seem to be an instant success. James L. liked the AutoLine After Hours last week with Chris Reed, the chief engineer of the Murano. The Nissan Murano is a beautiful SUV, and good job to the creators of this great vehicle. This is the kind of creativity we need to see more of in the car industry. Sometimes it does pay to break the mold. Thanks to Nissan. 
James, we're glad you like that show and the Murano. Boy, my report of how a vehicle going from 14 miles to the gallon to 18 actually saves more fuel than a vehicle going from 30 miles to the gallon to 50 stirred up some angry responses. One Bentley Forever says, the flaw I would like to address is that the SUV driver is still using more gas than the compact driver in the first place, so they will still be spending almost twice as much in gas. And JJL at BIM wants to know, do you think all buyers are stupid enough for this to mean anything, or only truck buyers are that stupid? Jeez, guys. I think you missed the point of this exercise. These numbers are just so counterintuitive, I had to go ahead and report on them. I ask you, you go ahead, you ask anybody you know, who saves more fuel? The car buyer who goes from 14 MPGs to 18, or the one that goes from 30 MPGs to 50? Until you do the math, everyone's going to pick the guy who went to 50 MPGs. Anyway, we do love getting all your corrections and challenges. It keeps us on our toes. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.